Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. It's nine oh two one omg with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Okay, today on another installment of nine oh two one on one, we have another amazing guest star with us. We have Jason Carter. We have Jason Carter, you guys, who played the one and only Roy Randolph. Yes, he was in season four of Beverly Hills 90210, and uh, he was a controversial character. So Mm -hmm. let's find out all about Roy Randolph. Jason, are you there? Hello. Hello, Silver Fox. Silver Fox, that's right. That's me. Hello there. Hi. (gasps) Oh my goodness! It's been a minute. Yes, it has. We have just or really thirty been revisiting <laughs> the Roy Randolph episodes on our podcast, season four. You made right. quite a splash, quite an impression on all the ladies in the show. But now, right. as Tori and I are watching the show back for the first time and seeing what really happened, you know, from a from a viewer's fans 
perspective. We have to tell you, Roy Randolph's giving us kind of creepy vibes. What do you think? I mean, I think he's sexy, but she means in like how it plays out. Yeah, like you're a little close to for comfort with the with the co-eds there. I I think I think I was um, I think I was playing the theatrical camp. So it's like not, not not quite bad guy, mm-hmm. but in charge. I don't know. It was mm. a it's been a long time. I'm supposed to remember this stuff. Well, um, back then yeah. it was a different day. I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, I'm wearing I'm wearing this shirt because this actually is a '90s shirt, as you can tell from the uh, collar that I I've had that for color. thirty. I've had for thirty years and not worn. Oh, you dress for the show. I love that. That's amazing. Well, everything that's 90s is back in. So you looked on trend. You looked very current. Look at you. He's ready to go. Uh, Making an effort. You know what? And we appreciate that. You had such a, your your character on the show. Did you, have you been able to rewatch any of the episodes that you were in? Uh, No. Did you ever see them? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. You saw them originally. No, I know. I'm a terrible man. Uh, no good okay. don't watch Busy it back. let us tell you what you did and then you <laughs> comment <laughs> so obviously you were the director it started with yes. cat on a hot tin roof that the girls were all auditioning for mm-hmm. um and Matt, who was it kelly was auditioning brenda was auditioning yeah. and um laura it was funny because when, when I got the notification for the casting to mm-hmm. go to go and um, audition for it. Oh yeah, tell us. Uh, tell us. It was a, be, being a RSC director who was directing on Broadway and was taking some time off and everything like that. I thought RSC director, and then at the time with Peter Hall and Trevor Nunn and all of that lot, they all had goatees and long hair, <laughs> which is what I had. So it was uh. kind of. A, Perfect. You uh, were absolutely perfect for that part. You walked oh, in and they're you. like, nailed it before mm-hmm. we even hear the scene. Did you, um, so you came in, audition. Did you audition yes. for my dad? Do you know? Yes, yes, I did. Okay. Yes, I did. And it was, um, it was a straight, I had just, it ha- happened to be one of my first roles in America because I just moved okay. to America. Okay. And my agent, I already had an agent here for, from history, but, uh, and I was being sent up for auditions and I got sent up for this one. And I turned up and I'm wearing, I've just come from London and I'm in London kind of actor style. And I've got this huge military black coat on in Los Angeles. And I'm wearing this thing. I don't know why I'm wearing this thing. And I, and, uh, and I was staring out the window because the view from the office was so great. And uh, I think uh, your dad walked in and I said, oh, great view. And then turned back to the view. I was to- so kind of like, this was a whole new world. As a consequence of which, I don't know, I think I'd, I just accidentally nailed it. <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> I don't think yeah. it was an accident. Would you like to read for us? Because I'm still looking out of the window. <laughs> <laughs> That's All right. funny. I took my coat off, put my coat on the couch, sat down on the couch, picked up the pages. It was just, it was, it was, it worked very well for some strange reason. I, I kind it. of wish you had watched the episode back because I want to ask you who you thought should have played the role of Maggie. If it was cast properly oh, with Brenda, or was it, or, or should have, yeah, so it was been Brenda, Kelly, Shannon Doherty. Uh-huh. It was Jenny yeah, who kind of came into the mix because she was just, you kind of got talked into it. Yeah, and she you were just really going to be an read for another right, right, role, right. not the main role. And then Laura Kingman, the other one who goes, cuckoo, uh, who literally, this role was everything to her. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. No, I recall that. 
who, who do I think should have played it? Mm-hmm. I didn't write it. Um, who do I think? <laughs> you can't really answer <laughs> that without watching it. It was exactly the person who should have played it. We do think that Shannon did an amazing job. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the whole point about it is, is that, I mean, even from Roy Randolph's sanity, it, uh, seeing what could be expressed by this person, given the given the right uh, coaxing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just curious. So Kelly kind of came in, just was earnest, did it, and nailed it, right? Right. And then all of a sudden, Brenda goes to his place. Yes. And she oh. remember this? Brenda knock, knock, knocks on, on Roy Randolph's door at night. Yes. Yes, that's right. Well, that's how did she get his home address? I would advise no internet. not to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I think that's frowned upon Yeah. Uh, these days. But I wonder, we, we wonder what happened. What happened hmm. behind, when she went into Roy Randolph's house? Right. Because she oh, got the role right after that. She did. <laughs> she did what? Oh, that's right. So, so you're asking me to speculate on what may or may not have happened. Uh-huh. Oh, I, I can't imagine a- Roy Randolph doing anything terrible, like terribly oh. inappropriate. I feel like she gave another audition and just knocked his socks off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 well, just, just the sheer audacity to even come round to his house is scary. Expressed, expressed. You were, you were terrified of her then. <laughs> you didn't know where this was going. Again, right. How did she? Did you know? Did you know at that point? I don't. None of us knew. But did you know that your character was kind of being used to have Shannon's Brenda's storyline separate from everybody else's? And did you know that what? No, the impending- I, I was completely unacquainted with the show. I just arrived in America. I'm going for an audition for a show. I don't know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm going for it. And then I get the part. And then I'm thrust into the middle of it with you guys. Um, on a soundstage similar to the soundstage that we had in Babylon 5, as in it wasn't a soundstage. The plane goes over, you have to stop. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Another At day. that time, was not soundproof, no. Oh, no, 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 you no, you weren't the same from L.A., so you did, probably didn't know, but you were working in, at the time, it's nice now, but 33 years ago, a very seedy area that was mm-hmm. on – a. It wasn't a soundstage. It was an uh, abandoned yeah, warehouse. warehouse. They yeah. turned into no, one. And right next door, they filmed porn. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he oh, didn't I, know that. I missed that out. I mean, you Dang. guys must have checked that out. I didn't. I don't know. Well, the boys were all over that, but yeah. we weren't. <laughs> we were like. <laughs> That's fine. I love it that you didn't, ha- you didn't know about the, the show thing? because the show was not popular overseas at that time before. No, it, it was, it was, the, it was the 90s. It was the most creative decade, I think, occurred. It was a brilliant time to be in Los Angeles. I mean, I consequently went on. It's funny you say I was creepy and everything like that. I consequently <laughs> went on to play a bunch of bad guys in Guest of Us. Because you're so damn good at it. <laughs> well, it's. I think it's the English trick. Is that maybe it's a European thing to be able to go, hello, darling. Right. And, and then kill someone. <laughs> I mean, you're hello, so iconic darling. and known for Babylon 5, obviously, but... Did you ever get recognized yes. for Roy Randolph? Oh, you did. Okay. Like people yes. would in public. Okay. okay. Cool. Well, because no, I know someone had a very popular show and it would come out of left field. I wouldn't be expecting it. So, oh, oh, you know, they get, you're, you're, you were on 90210. And uh, for some reason, the character had such an impact on uh, the world because it was the end of five episodes at the end of, end of the season. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nike thought I was a new regular. 
So what? I got, did you? I got an invitation. I was. I don't know. I, was, I got an invitation to go to Nike and pick out some clothes. Nice. Wow. Oh, I promise. Promise to wear them in interviews. Remember that those days, Jen? Oh, yeah. We got the same back. Those then. were the good old days. In Nike. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. No, it was a. Do people ever come fun. up and say, if it wasn't for you, Brenda wouldn't be off the show because she chose this acting you life and to go her to, off to London? London. Well, yeah. nobody, nobody seems to know that I didn't sleep with her, uh, even after no. all the shows played so out. So fans think it? Yeah. Oh, wow. that's interesting. So, because, because it's not clear. No. It, it's unresolved. It's, 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 and then, oh, please go to London to my... My, my drama school that I run mm-hmm. with her. Where, and then we never see her again. So what have you done yeah. with Brenda? Uh, ah. <laughs> oh, what if they ended up getting married and had what? beautiful little <laughs> Brenda married British Roy babies. Randolph? That's what you think happened? Well, I, I was looking up because just before we did the podcast, uh, I think I was on the German side or whatever, but there's kind of fan fiction about that. There is? Tell us, tell us, tell us. This is so cool. No, 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 no. It was five minutes. I just noticed it while you're checking it out. So there is fan fiction. Sorry, we actually do not know about this. I didn't read it. I didn't read it, but it it was intimated that there was fan fiction. So I didn't click on the link because I I was busy. Oh, oh, what what am I doing? And and I tell you something. It's funny, having been an actor all my life historically, more nervous about this than anything else, guys. What? With everything you've done, you're nervous about this? We're just low-hanging fruit. (laughs) (laughs) No. What do you mean nervous? What? What do you mean nervous? No, I I don't know. Are you blushing? Are you blushing, Jason Carter? No, I don't think so. I might be be hot, but I'm blushing. He's flushed. I'm flushed. That's right. Well, I'm talking to two babes, aren't I? What can I do? Two babes delicious. I'm I'm remaining professional. Yeah, please, please. Um... So you you moved just before this to America to Los Angeles, yes, and you stayed here ever since. Yes, yeah, funny that, isn't it? What that is wrong to a lot with of you? People. In fact, I think that happened at the beginning, which is why we've got America. <laughs> I'm trying to point that out to people. You do realize that America was founded by a bunch of Brits saying no to George. That's mm-hmm. it. it wasn't so Americans suddenly magically appeared. You just came a little late. Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah. It's Amazing. fine, it's fine. I came late, so I'm, I'm a late immigrant. And you've had such a, a crazy, like, just fulfilling career. You've done so many different projects. Like, Yeah, it's been, well, it's, it's, uh, yes. <laughs> I, I, think, I think I did all my theater in London, and then I came to America mm-hmm. and didn't do theater ever again. Really? Is yeah. that well, sad in you? You mm. can't really compare the the theater here to I the know. theater in London. Well, it was in Los Angeles, so so at the time during the nineties, I don't know what it's like now, but it was basically mm. a bunch of actors doing shows for casting directors to see them and cast them in television. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like showcases. And half the audience would leave in the interval when you go and so see. So once you moved here, you never did any thing. more. Once you moved to America, you never did any more work in Britain. That's correct. Yeah. Wow. So I, you worked I, quite a lot before you came. Uh, well, I, I was lucky enough to do the West End four times. Amazing. Uh, National Theatre. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, 
We know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important. Don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Volux. XC, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. Juvederm Volux XC injectable gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. 
Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Do you miss being on stage, though? Um, it's a time of life thing. Do I miss anything? Do I? Um, huh. What I do is I actually I'm very grateful to having had experienced it. I know what it's like yeah. to walk out in front mm. of yeah. 2,000 people in a character. Yeah. The hardest thing, hardest thing, no stage fright there. The hardest thing was when, you know, the science fiction thing, Babylon 5, whatever mm-hmm. like that, and you know from, from your fan base, when you have to step out on a stage as yourself, it's a very strange mm. experience. That's the worst. That's it's the, the worst. Hardest I got no thing. The first time I did it, I had no idea what to do. And I don't know whether you know him, great actor Peter Jurassic, who was in Babylon 5. On my first audition, on my, my first convention, I followed him out on stage. Well, he spoke for 40 minutes without fielding a question. He just <laughs> talked. Me, I just stood there like, a, anyone got any questions? Oh, that's like our Jason Priestley. I remember yeah. the first time we were at the Emmys, and Jen and I were going to present. Jason was doing something before. And we were so nervous because, you know, talking is yourself in front of, and people are like, what are you? you're an actor you can do it i said to jason are you nervous and he's like no this doesn't bother me at all and i was like this is the hardest part well yeah he's a special case i think it was it was a weird because it was a weird experience because we're on for an we had an hour to talk to the crowd this was in london and he took 45 minutes of it well he did 45 minutes without fielding a question and then (laughs) and then it was my hour and i was on next up it was all the cast were there i went on and i got to about 30 minutes in and said, anybody got any more questions? <laughs> that would be me too. Do you want to hear a poem? <laughs> oh, I want to hear a poem. I said some of my, I started saying some of my poems I wrote at drama school. Wow. You could say anything to me right now. I could listen to you. I love it. Oh, well, thank you. Mm. Thank you. Okay. So did you have kids? I, Do you have- did I have kids? Yeah, this, have is, this, is, this, this is that's a question that we have after we've crossed the threshold and we're dead, <laughs> isn't it? So, how was your life? Did you have kids? Um, I know, it just, I've just yes, been told you live in yes. LA with your family, but yeah, I want to know what I've, is the family. I've had a, a bit of romantic rock and roll historically, but I have All three right. children. I have three nice. children. How All old are they? Ever so. I mean, nearly 40, 35, and oh. I have to do the numbers on that one, but you started I young. Daughter, I had two. I had two sons in London, and I had a daughter in Los Angeles. Okay, so very young. Okay, and unfortunately, divorces followed. Eventually, I'm not one of that bad, 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 bad man. But <laughs> I know oh, actually, okay. I'm ha- I am happily married, and I live in Albuquerque. Oh, just, wonderful! Just at the foot of the Sandia Mountains, so I can go. A lot of people are walking. moving there. When did you move to Albuquerque? A uh, year, about a year ago. Still getting used to the lack of oxygen here because, of course, you're a mile high, so the air is very thin. Wow. But it's sunny for most of the year and it's That's not nice. humid. Well, so. it's not London then. Wait, so uh, why or Albuquerque? <laughs> Where I lived before. But why there, though? Why there? That's an yeah, well, interesting it's a weird one. It's okay. a, interestingly enough, a friend of mine from 30 years ago in Los Angeles had moved to Albuquerque and he says, Hey, do you fancy moving to Albuquerque so we can hang out and everything like that? And I, went, I thought about it, living in Louisiana at the time, and moved. 
Then we moved. <laughs> I told my wife about it, and she and she was looking at the idea and thinking about it. Mm-hmm. It didn't tell me. She applied for a job, got a job in Albuquerque, and she moved four months before I did. Oh my god, that's <laughs> wild. So we She's decided. ready for we a change of scenery. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I've heard it's it was, there. it was just yeah, that it had come to the point. Yeah, this is interesting. So it's a weird story of me in America. I've lived in the low desert, Los Angeles. I've lived. <laughs> then I moved to Michigan. Mm-hmm. So serious winters. Then wow. Louisiana, and now so wow. that's the swamp. And now mm-hmm. I'm in the high desert. So low desert whatever you call Michigan, lake country. <laughs> I feel like you need to move to the Pacific Northwest next. That's a pretty good idea. Just so, yeah. So you can plan. I'll, I'll try. <laughs> like that. If there's time. If there's time. <laughs> well, we keep talking about your past. What do you have yes. going on now? Tell us about it. Tell us. No, I'm actually, um, I'm happily uh, contemplatively looking back and not particularly worried about the future. And yes, I did the outrageous thing. I'm 62. I, I retired. Doesn't mean I can't work as an actor, wow. strangely enough. But, Wait, we but can actually, do that at 62? Oh, my God. Yes, Jen, you can. Jen, can we do it? You can technically do it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't realize wow. I could get a discount on the bus when I was 50, but hey. The other day, I Someone's went to the movies with my daughter, and she bought me a senior citizen ticket. Oh, yeah. right, but that, that's the weird thing. And I get so upset now when I'm in the supermarket, and no one wants to ID me. Like, what <laughs> happened? This could so be you're makeup. Just, you're just there living in the now. I suppose so. I suppose I suppose that I, I suppose that's the thing I've always done, which is why I've just been responsive to life rather than having any plans. Just oh, like all right, things door doors appear and then I go through them if they appear, but they might not appear for a very long time. And then they appear or not. But we'll see. Oh my God, you're we'll getting, giving is. her anxiety. She's a planner. No, I'm a planner, but I'm the same way as you. I've never I've never had goals or, or no. plans as far as like what I want to do next with my life. So I well, love that, like, that. Don't promise yourself. It's like twisting something, but don't promise yourself anything and you won't disappoint yourself. <laughs> if you set goals, you can fail your goals. Now it says they never promise anybody anything and then you'll never disappoint anybody. Yeah. <laughs> As a parent, that's a good one to practice. But whatever. I mean, it's not. <laughs> That's. It sounds like you have a beautiful life, though. Well, I, I do. Yeah, like like most. Well, I mean, happiness. This is for everybody. Happiness is a choice. No small print. No, read this book. No, do this. It's a choice. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. What did you just say? Happiness <laughs> is a choice. Oh my God. I am so embarrassed, Jason Carter. I did not hear happiness for whatever oh. reason. It oh, came out you thought, as you I was heard about penis. My penis is I a heard choice. Penis <laughs> and I, but Jen usually would react and she didn't. And I was like, guys, I don't know what's happening right now. Is this a quote people? Oh. A, he said happiness is a choice. I thought he said my penis yes. is a no, choice. It, and then he went it's on. My, it's like, my awful accent. Or is when I got to Los Angeles and I'm meeting casting directors. Yeah, he's great. But can he lose the accent? Can you? Can you lose your accent? Oh, do Let it, me do hear it. it. Do it. Do it. Talking no, like can't, American. Can't. Oh, we just put him on the spot. That's awful. I, I, That's just awful. End up, I end up as a bad southerner if I, if I, if I start. Okay. Trying. Just say, um, I'm living in Albuquerque with my wife. Say that in like American. I'm living in Albuquerque with my wife. 
No, pretty good. Nope, I heard it. I heard the wife. Of course yeah. she did. I come. Yeah, well, we- I love that you admit you can't, though. <laughs> oh, no, I'm cool about it. But the thing is, is the, people say I've lived here for 32 years or whatever it is, or more. And um, people say, well, you haven't lost your accent. And well, why uh, would you? Because, yeah, why would I? Because here it's it's different. It's very common where I come from. <laughs> and where I come from, people don't go, oh, I love your accent. They don't do that. No. Yeah, but they do here. So so why would I change it? Um, also, also the 90s was great because I did your show playing a very nice man, but I did play a lot of villains. Mm-hmm. And at the time during the 90s, British villains were in, in a big way, you know, like the bad guys right. speaking charmingly and not taking your gun out, but just going, hello, darling. Mm, while everybody sinister, else- yeah. Yeah, yeah, sinister, but but in a charming way, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of hello, fun. darling. Camp villainry, which is what, um, you know, the Alan Rickman territory of life and camp villainry. You're so sexy. Sorry, tell your wife I apologize. Why, thank you. Goodness me. Um, oh, <laughs> um, oh, can splashed. I ask you one question? <laughs> Please do. So you didn't do a lot of comedy, but you were on, and tell us about your experience on Third Rock from the Sun. That was actually a marvelous experience, and I was very lucky to have gone for that audition at that time because they had had, they cast it three times before me. I didn't know this and hadn't got the right person because they're the comedians. They're looking for something to launch from some spring from so i had the chain smoking roll up poet london guy which i can easily do but i got cast i got cast uh, uh, pretty much on the set because they were doing all the auditions at the studio columbia i think it was i remember now um but uh, but i'm there and i'm on the phone outside in a british phone box of course because they decorate sometimes and i'm on the phone just calling my wife and suddenly there's an assistant tapping at the window you've got the job what? You've got the job. Can you go to wardrobe and makeup? Whoa. Literally yeah, go was, right there. Done. It was old Hollywood. It was like you were oh. doing it. We were in rehearsal because they, they rehearsed it and then it is shot in front of a live audience. And John Lithgow, the massive, massive John Lithgow, is the nicest man on the planet. Mm. And it was directed by David Hughes, who was also massive, as indeed was, what's her name? The, the daughter? Oh, I can't remember their names now, but they're all massive. And I was her boyfriend, is the point. That was the gag. And then they're all chain-smoking and doing poetry. But every single take that John Lithgow did was different. Mm. And the director, John Hughes, I found out, directed the original Monty Python. Oh, wow. So the, hence the relationship with John Cleese being on the show and stuff like that. But, but he would just let John Lithgow do his stuff and just – Nod and think that's it. Kristen, Kristen, what's her name? Kristen Johnston. Yeah. Oh, she's all, yeah, very tall. Oh, but they, they were all super lovely. And, and, uh, being their comedians, they needed something to launch from. So, I mean, this chain smoke, self indulgent. I'll write a poem about myself to myself. <laughs> I write in my poem of myself. It was all just like all intense. And she said, Oh, yeah. And they're all chain smoking and they're all, all wearing black. I didn't realize John Lithgow was that tall. Oh, he's massively tall, and so is that. So is so is David Hughes, the British director. Yeah, so yeah. That was that was, was. Oh, yeah. I love him so much, John Lithgow. Oh no, so but it was brilliant. Just so sweet and so in charge. Just 
different different stuff coming out of their mouths each time. A great really? bunch of people. Uh, we yeah. love that. Yeah. And very welcoming, very gracious, very hello, thank you, hey, you know, very nice. Well, that's good. I, I won't it's such name a great show. Your show is lovely like that, but it's very often regulars can be total assholes to guests. <laughs> but that, which wasn't your experience on- the show. wasn't your show. That never <laughs> happened on our show. No. No, no, no. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com. Promo code 90210books.com. Promo code 90210. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb.
Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com/iheart to enter to win a free cruise for two. How did everyone treat you on our set when you first came on? Oh, very well. It was it was a you can't transition well, after saying these like A list mega stars were amazing and then now be like, eh, you guys were okay. No, but- no, 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 no. It was it was it was fair enough. It was a it was it was a weird one because uh initially I was a bit a fish at water because everyone had relationships and it's all going of on. Course, of course. And most of my scenes were with Shannon. And initially, first couple of episodes, Shannon didn't talk to me. That's fine. Because I was in my own world as well, and I was more interested in how the camera worked and stuff like that. Hey, I was young. But <laughs> Why didn't she talk to you? I don't know who she talked to, but she didn't talk to me at the time. But then, then the subsequent episode, because I didn't bother, maybe because it didn't bother me, um, I was invited to a birthday party, which was her 23rd birthday party, I think. Where was it? It was in a, in a nightclub thing uh in hollywood okay um, down by um the groman chinese i think theater and there was a lot there was a bunch of fights there and bouncers it was a it was a, it was a wild one that was just yeah. a thursday night out but okay <laughs> are we talking bar one are we talking china club what? are we talking no, roxbury no i i believe me even if i'd gone to those places i probably couldn't remember now <laughs> was i there you don't have to remember this <laughs> did you did you go no, to i'm that serious party? was i there i went to the party yes you yeah, went jason but toward you don't Do you remember, remember you us went. being did there i go yeah were we there we, we just care I about us it's all overwhelmed by the fact there was a big fight i suddenly broke out for no apparent reason don't know what it was but of course the the, the tabloids decided there was a reason how did you remember specifically 23rd birthday i i have a good memory i would never remember that maybe because you were so shocked to get the invitation <laughs> yeah but well it was it was a, i went there what was a, it was a weird one and it was also an interesting lesson that i had in life because the big fight was happening and one of the guys who was free i actually I was, I was, I don't know what it was. It was the time of my life. I was in Jesus mode. I don't know. But I grabbed this big hulking massive guy and just I'm holding him, holding him like this. Like uh, the big man walks away. The big man walks away. Like, like, and I you broke up the fight. I actually calmed him down and he's going to the door and then the bouncers grab him and the fight starts again because they're violent too. <laughs> it's like, oh okay, my we're doing oh violence my gosh. now. Jen, were we there? I don't know. I think you would remember a big fight. Again, you'd be shocked. A typical Thursday night out. No. What we don't remember every time. I suppose I remember it because I I got involved because I decided to pretend that I could solve the problem for a second. And I feel like you did. You made a difference. For a second, yes. (laughs) More than a lot of people. So went crazy. Yeah. Hey, I was looking for a fight. Don't calm him down. No. Didn't say that, but that's it. Gosh, we wish we could remember oh, this birthday. She looks lovely when she's thinking. <laughs> Are you talking about me? 
You're getting yourself into trouble right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. It's just so I fun to catch up it. with our old friends our producers friends like find this. it? Oh, my gosh. I have to know where that birthday party was. I wonder. We'll ooh, look it up. Wait. Was it at the Hollywood Athletic Club? It might have been. I, I was very I was very new to Los Angeles, so I couldn't have pinned anything down. But I knew we were down in Hollywood. I think it's coming back to me, but, you know, I don't know. This is how her process works. Yeah, it takes sorry. about 30 minutes, so I hope you have some time. Yeah. What are you doing? Okay. I'll get there, and then I'll be, whoa, amazing. Okay. Anyway, we'll find out at some point. Okay. Sorry. I'll, I'll slide into your DMs and not to talk about that. But um, just kidding, Jason Carter. Do you have Instagram? Um, I'm very bad on all those social Mm. things yes i do i think i do but i don't use it in the same way as i don't use twitter which i also have <laughs> yeah you got, my, my you wife updates me on what's going on because she scrolls down and goes gives me the news but um i but i use whatsapp that's it whatsapp with my family very cool whatsapp it I is like huh? what's great what's up WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Well, we'll WhatsApp you then. Yeah. You can WhatsApp him when you remember where the birthday where party was. I remember was. the party. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> or, or email me. I have my email address, which hasn't changed in 30 years. So. Us either. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So. Don't tell us. Are you? Are you? AOL.com? A no. Uh, no. Oh, don't react that way. We're wow. proud. We are AOL.com, and it makes us pretty proud. It is. No, Even no, though no, every no. time we give oh, it to someone, we have to it, say, I know. I know. Historically, yeah. Oh, America Online, way back, way back, way back, way back. Yes. But they're still running, are they? Very yeah. good. I no, think I'm, you have I'm, to I'm pay for it us. now, but we can't let it go. It's literally <laughs> just the two of us that have it. So. <laughs> I'll never let it go. Will you, Jen? Nope. Nope. Hold on. What are you looking up, Jason? I'm looking at Terry's. Tori Spelling's uh, 23rd birthday, and I can't find it either. You mean Shannon's? Shannon's. Tori Spelling on the brain. No. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm old, all right? <laughs> you, you young people don't understand. We are not that much younger than you. Just no, want you to. we're not. It's, no, mm -mm. no it's, it's, it's the great leveling out as you get older. Like my, my younger brother, my youngest brother is seven years younger than me. Well, when I'm 18 and he's 11, that's a big uh, difference. We've got no relationship whatsoever, yeah. but I'm 62, he's 55. We're the same age. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it happens. And, and don't you, like, what age do you feel, even though you're 65? Like, how old do you feel? Well, we all have that number okay, we're stuck at. Are you prepared for some Jason kind of thought wisdom thing? Mm, yeah. Is that some people get old? Bear with this one. Some people get mm -hmm. old and turn into old men. Other people just become decrepit. I'm that, I'm that model. I will always be Jason, but the vehicle will fall apart. But some people- Wait, you just called yourself decrepit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but, but I'm not decrepit, but I'm just saying, my vehicle will fall apart, right? But I will still be driving it. Mm -hmm. Some people turn into something mm -hmm. else. Some people become- old people like i don't know what it is i've met loads of old people okay. who didn't you get my point yes. yeah now i do you, no. you remain you're the same driver you you're the you guys have been driving for the years you have i can see you're the same drivers uh -huh. yeah i don't think you tori got, and i will ever become old people in mentally 
Mm-mm. No, but that that's the point. And and, well, and mentally, and I, 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 emotionally. The weird lesson for this was um, during COVID. Yes, I've done some strange jobs. I was a working for a wine liquor store and as as a delivery driver in Louisiana during COVID. Why? Wow. Okay. And wow. I had to get that was a, that was a necessity for people. Was, so oh, you did I a service. A, I was a hero. Yeah. Nobody was on the road. So the police weren't stopping anybody because who was going to stop anybody? You'd have to talk to them. And so we were the heroes of the road, the, us and the medical profession, delivering liquor in Louisiana, in Los, in New Orleans, of course. Mm. But because of the law, I would have to ask them for their birthday and they're holding their license up to their window. And they're like, how dare you come to my door? You ordered the liquor. <laughs> but old people, I, I see old men and... And I'm 20 years older than them. They're, they're in the 40s. But they had, they appeared to be old. Yeah. They had set. They had set. They had become. They had stopped. Up. And they unfortunately. given up on some I said, level. I'm glad my father died when he was 71, about 10 years ago. But my mother said at his funeral, is it a, as Brian, Brian, that was his name, Brian always, as I always used to say to Brian, growing up is optional. <laughs> growing up is optional. Yeah. Very wise words, Jason. Yeah, I stole it. I stole them. One (laughs) last thing, though, to Jen's point, because there is, I feel like we all have that one number stuck in our head, like you remember yourself at, for some reason. Is there an age? Well, I suppose it's going to actually be the most consequential period of your life, as weird as that sounds. And that would have probably been when I went to grammar school when I was 20. I mean, I was there when I was 18 to 21, but I was at Lambda. Not... Mm. The Royal Academy Acting School, which of course was invented by Peter Ferrer, but he sent me the shirt. <laughs> oh my God! I wondered why you had that shirt. Of course, Peter. No, no. Okay, amazing. Because I did a amazing. podcast with him. Yeah, where I was playing Roy Randolph now, and I did it totally camp, and I wore, wore a top hat, and really? uh, I was directing epic productions, and I'd married um, somebody who had a stately home. I just had an epiphany. Wait. Oh. I'm sorry about that. What if this had happened to you guys? Because I keep bringing up Brenda went there and married you or whatever and had babies. But in the final episode that we ever see Brenda Walsh, she says to Dylan, give me something to come back to. And we allude to the fact that they make love one last time. But if we were to allude to the fact that when she went to get the part for Maggie the Cat, she I know made love with Roy Randolph, then mm. technically she could go away and she could have, have come back baby. and be pregnant or have a baby, but we don't know who the father is. It could be oh. Dylan or it could be Roy Randolph. Oh, my dad would be so proud right now. That's right. I don't know. Wow. This is obviously an adventure that uh, could have happened. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, my God. These things that we'll never know. This is sad. <laughs> but it's so great to catch up with you. So well, wonderful you. to see thank you. you. And you will forever be Roy Randolph. They're wonderfully nice. Thank uh, you. Oh. And you're looking great, guys. Thank Let you. I apologize to your wife that I seem to have hit on you. I wasn't. I just appreciate you. Hey, I, you can hit on me anytime, okay. Tori. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for Thank joining you, us. Thank you, Jason. Bye, Jason. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.